I decided that it was maybe better off for me to be dead. Why did I need to be alive? So I just yelled and started screaming at God. And I said, why? Why did you allow this to happen to me? Why? What did I do to you? Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're talking about real people who had real problems, but they found answers in a real God. In our last show, we had Morgan Bryan as our guest, and she shared about the realities of sexual abuse. She was telling us of her story of how her parents broke up because of strife and affairs in the household, and then she was telling us that she was being sexually abused from her own father from the ages of 6 to 13. My gosh. The situation left her feeling so confused as she was growing up, and today she's going to tell us more about it. Morgan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, Morgan. Oh, gosh, such an honor to have you on with us again, and I want to get right into it. I mean, I understand that you are confused from the sexual abuse that was happening in your life, and you're trying to figure out the purpose of your life in the midst of all of this. Tell us more about that. Yes. Actually, I was seeking out for help. I didn't know that I could go anywhere for help. We didn't have any school counselors. We didn't have any kind of education in terms of explaining what is good touch, what is bad touch, and how to get help. But I was seeking for this purpose, for this reasoning behind why is this happening to me and seeking for finding a reason for my life. I felt like I was some way created for a purpose. I did feel this deep feeling in my heart that I was created for something bigger. But as time passed and the confusion increased and the emptiness increased, and my depression increased, just seeking in these different religions and not finding, I became very discouraged. And I remember starting to doubt if I was created for a purpose. And I started believing that maybe I was just created to be abused. Oh, gosh. So I understand that during that time, you didn't have a very strong relationship with your mom, understandably. But you had to, by obligation, visit her once a year. And there's this one year where you ended up telling her about the abuse, but then her response was definitely not what you thought it was, and it left you really bad. Can you tell us about that? Yes. When I told her the truth of what had happened, she just looked at me, and without any kind of emotion, without any kind of feeling, she looked at me and said, this happened because you wanted it to happen. Oh, my gosh. So this anger just grew within me because I was hoping that She would reach out to me and she would say, come, let me hold you in in my arms for the first time and tell you that I love you and tell you that I'm going to be here for you and I'm going to save you from the situation. And she just looked at me and said those words and then she just left and left me in this situation at home. So my anger continued to grow and my depression was growing incredibly. I was losing hope. 
I started drinking, started just partying, trying to fill this emptiness with alcohol. Yeah. Uh, it's very normal in the Caribbean for very young people to drink, and it's legal. So I started, you know, going to discos and just drinking. And I remember sitting there in one of the pubs there and just feeling so lonely. And I was surrounded by so many people. And I remember having a conversation with, I don't even know who it was, but I was just trying to reach out to that greater power or that God that I was seeking. And I'm like, I really feel empty. I really feel so lonely. So I became even more depressed. I decided that it was maybe better off for me to be dead. Why did I need to be alive? I had searched and searched in different religions. I had tried to find this meaning and this purpose, and it was not working. I wasn't finding anything. So I just decided that I would give up and that I would just kill myself. Oh, and that's when I started planning how it would happen. First, I tried to starve myself, and that was taking too long and was making me very weak. In front of people, I would show them that I was happy, and I would pretend from the outside that I was the happiest person in the world. But when I was in my room every single night, I would cry myself to sleep. Mm. And one night, I remember kneeling down in my room and just screaming at God. I took the pillow and I put it close to my face because my dad was sleeping in the bedroom below mine. So I just yelled and started screaming at God. And I said, why, why, why did you allow this to happen to me? Why, what did I do to you? Why did you even create me? I was so angry at him. I said, all I wanted was to have a family. All I wanted was to have a mom and all I wanted was to have a dad who loves me. I remember just crying and crying and every ounce of my body just crying out to God. And I remember just at that moment, I said, you know what? Now I don't even think you're real. And I said, I'm actually, I'm thinking about, I'm going to kill myself. And I said, in a month, I'm going to kill myself. And if you truly came to earth, like you said you did in the Bible, and you healed people who were sick, And you did all the things that you did and all the miracles you did. If that was true, I said, you are going to do something and you're going to reveal yourself to me. I said, because if you don't, I will kill myself in a month. And I said, I give you a month. And if not, I'm going to kill myself. And I really said those words and I didn't think anybody was listening to me. I didn't think that anyone would respond And I really started planning how I would kill myself. And I was getting everything ready and giving things away. My gosh. So you were preparing to do it and you're giving things away. But did something happen before that month was up? Two days before the month was over, I was laying in my bed. I was awake. And all of a sudden, my room filled up with this light, a light like I had never seen before. And it was a light so bright that I was having a hard time even keeping my eyes open. And I remember feeling this overwhelming peace throughout my whole body. And at that moment, there was no fear and there was no doubt that the person that was visiting me that night was God. Like I had no doubt that it was Him. And I remember trying to speak But the peace was so overwhelming that it was just very difficult to even get words out of my mouth. As I opened my eyes and could barely 
see this light. I remember seeing these rays of light that just came out in all of these different colors that I had never seen before. And I remember wanting to stay in that presence so bad. I didn't want to go back to my life of pain, suffering, shame, depression. And at that point, I remember saying to God, I said, please, God, take me with you. Please take me with you, God. And out of this light, I heard this voice. It was strong like thunder, but at the same time, it was a peaceful voice. Very difficult to describe, but as he spoke, this voice would come into my heart and into my body, and I would feel more peace just overflow in me just by hearing this voice. And I remember saying to him, please take me with you. Please take me with you. And he said, no, it's not your time yet. He said, I will use your testimony to heal others. And the light just phased away. And my depression was gone instantly. Like It was just oh. instantly gone. The next day, I remember just feeling this heaviness lifted off of my shoulders. And I had still not given my heart to the Lord. But this encounter changed my life. Wow, Morgan. That is amazing. Let's stop there because I understand it was a process of healing afterwards that brought your relationships peace. Morgan, thank you for being on our show. Thank you. Hold tight. I want to talk to you more about this after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Real Life Radio, where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. I mean, here she is, coming to a point where she wants to end her life because she was stuck as a victim of a perpetual cycle of sexual abuse. The perpetrator was her father, and she wanted to end her life. How many of us are going through something so horrendous that we feel stuck and feel like we can't make it through? We feel like we want to maybe end our lives. Sometimes we can be sitting there and saying things like, is there a way out? And why does this thought of suicide seem like an appealing idea? Like it's a way out. Suddenly our minds can start thinking that it is the only way out. And we can really believe this lie. This is a lie. That the only way out of our pain is to end our lives. But my friend, this is a lie. Don't believe it. Death is not a way out. To be honest with you, When you're going through difficult situations, what does the Bible say? Where can you get endurance when you feel like there's no way out? The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29, 31, 
It says, He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, He increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. No matter what you're going through, you can not only endure, but you can get to a point where you are no longer the victim, but a victor confronting your assaulter. You can get to a point where you're becoming stronger from heaven to your soul. Where will you get this power? From heaven above. According to the word, the Lord will increase your strength. If you look to him, he will increase you, but you must know him. Lord Jesus, we're just calling out to you and I'm praying for every person who has gone through situations in life where they feel like they want to end their life. Lord, I pray that the truth would set them free right now. And Lord Jesus, instead of ending a life, let us give our lives to you. So Lord Jesus, we surrender our life to you and we ask you, Lord God, to give us the strength and to deliver us. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. You know, I'm praying for you. If you're going through difficult times, reach out to someone. Someone is there to help you. I hope you were encouraged by this testimony. And I know your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.